You're listening to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to Heart Matters, where leading cardiology experts explore the latest trends, technologies, and clinical developments in cardiology practice. Your host for Heart Matters is Dr. Janet Wright, Senior Vice President for Science and Quality for the American College of Cardiology. How many times have you talked to patients about the benefits of a regular exercise program? How's your talk therapy working for you? And more importantly, how's it working for patients? Today we're going to meet a cardiologist who has literally walked the talk by taking his patients to the park. And his program may be just the prescription we all need. Today's guest is Dr. David Sabker. Dr. Sabker is a cardiologist and founder of Walk with a Doc, a unique physician-led walking program based in central Ohio. Welcome, Dr. Sabger. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure uh, not only to talk with you today, but also have you share with our listeners this unique program. Tell us how it came about. I was kind of getting frustrated at my efforts as a physician, how effective I was in the office at getting my patients out, exercising. As we've spoken about before, I'd see the patient in April and we'd have a nice long talk about exercise and they had said, yeah, let's go. It's been too cold. I'm ready to walk. And felt like I had gotten them really motivated, hit some important topics. And then when I see them back for a six-month follow-up in October, it had been too warm. So I was banging my head against the wall trying to figure out what to do and came up with this alternative, got very lucky that the patients responded to it as they, as they have. And tell me about the growth in that program. From that first realization, contrast your first session with one of the more recent ones. We were very fortunate that, that the idea was taken up by the community pretty quickly. My nurses volunteered to check blood pressures. A lot of our office staff came out. So I had expected 10 to 15, very fortunate to get about 100 at the first walk. But thanks to a lot of earned media, just the response of Central Ohio, now we're averaging about 150 to 175 on a Saturday and extremely lucky. Well, so far what I've heard is you started with a great idea and the community heard that idea, got involved, you had media support. Were you concerned? I I can hear in the wheels turning out in our audience, people worried about liability issues, for example. How, How did you approach that? That's a great question, probably our most asked question. I'm married to a corporate attorney, so I was facing it all day long. What we did was we worked together with United States Track and Field, where they have a a way of providing excellent protection to walking clubs. So that's been an excellent shelter for us. We've also spoken to probably a dozen attorneys over the past four years, and we're very reassured that, that we are protected. Why don't you take us to the park on a Saturday morning, and if we were newcomers to the walk, what would happen? Everyone shows up usually around 8.20. We get started at 8.30. There's a pavilion at a great park called High Banks in Columbus. There's coffee, water, fruit, granola waiting for our participants, as well as pedometers. We also have a lot of nurses, EMTs, medical students, residents, checking blood pressures. That goes on throughout the hour, again, from the arrival until 9.30 or 9.45. And then we'll usually have a 
introduction around 8.30, just gather people together. And most weeks we have a speaker on various topics. We've hit on probably 75 different topics over the years, from fish oil to caffeine to now H1N1, whatever we feel the public is interested in hearing. We talk for about 10 to 15 minutes, and then everyone goes and walks at their own pace. We provide pedometers so everyone's able to keep track. There's a a couple different pathways the participants can walk. We encourage on Saturday mornings 30 to 45 minutes. But our goal, our real goal is the 150 minutes a week. We're just trying to take a bite out of that 150 minutes. Is there a cost to participants? There's no cost. It's free. And you must have supporters, financial support. We've had some support from pharmaceutical companies over the years that help with the food. All of us give to charity. My wife and I feel that this walk has given us back so much more than we have given it that we've contributed some as well. And again, unbelievably rewarding. David, talk to us about the number of places where Walk With a Doc is occurring now. Right now in Columbus, we're at five locations. We're trying to give people a spot. Our end goal is every day of the week have a location. But we've been very fortunate to be contacted from various parts of the country, including Denver, Baton Rouge, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, South Bend, Wilmington, uh, North Carolina. And we keep getting calls on a regular basis, and that is great fuel for us to realize that the walk has been accepted. It's extremely easy to roll out. We've developed toolkits, so the doctors that are interested have found it very easy to get it going. It's been great for their practices as far as the way they're perceived in the community. It's been win-win-win. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Heart Matters on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Janet Wright, and our guest today is Dr. David Sabger, the founder of Walk with a Doc, a unique physician-led walking program based in central Ohio. We're talking about his organization's mission to improve cardiovascular health. David, you set out to improve cardiovascular health for your patients, to help them develop these healthy habits. And we all know how hard it is to cement good habits and to alter bad ones. Obviously, this program has had much further reach than you ever expected. What, other than just this scope that, that's kind of leapt out of your practice to others, what have been some other unexpected benefits or surprises in this work? I've been thrilled and surprised at the way people respond as soon as they hear the name. They want to help, and Central Ohio's community is extremely charitable, and that's been proven, but I'm amazed at how many people want to start it and how just well it's received right from the get-go. And, you know, the benefits of exercise, as you know much better than I, expand well beyond cardiovascular, and the the good moods that we see from the serotonin and the endorphins and the reduction in cancer, I think everyone is surprised at how far-reaching the benefits of exercise are, and that's what's just been a, a joy to be a part of, spreading that message. I think you've even taken this to a new level in the sense that the scientific benefits of exercise and weight control and stress reduction have been published and 
disseminated for years. But like so many things, we haven't implemented the science. We haven't gotten it to the level where either healthcare professionals or individuals who are seeking health can use that information. I see your program as an implementer. Would that be correct? Well, I hope so. And I've just been thrilled at physician participation throughout the community. And it's something that's so easy and everyone likes to be at the park. I love it for for families as well. You know, my parents know that my kids are going to be there every Saturday morning. They can see their kids. And the same is held true for a lot of families involved in the program. So again, I've just been floored since 05 when we started that it's been win, win, win. And it was a decent idea to start, but just incredibly lucky and just want to continue to perpetuate the movement we're having across the U.S. and have everyone get these benefits that that we're experiencing here in Columbus. Well, let's do look towards the future. And I realize you're probably in negotiations with a number of different entities, but what, what could you tell us about a vision of how this might move forward? We think about that all day long. We've got a tremendous board that we meet pretty frequently every few weeks to go over this. And we don't know what the best way to spread it. Right now, it's this beautiful grassroots effort coming from multiple angles. We have a lot of medical students from Ohio State, as well as residents, come through the program and then go off and start their own programs. And we're also getting contacted from various cities that have heard about our program. So that's kind of a slower grassroots effort. Now we've been very fortunate to be contacted by some corporations who are looking to sponsor this, and they will have many opportunities to get into the physician offices and help us disseminate the toolkits to spread this maybe more quickly than we had previously anticipated. While preserving that grassroots quality, as you mentioned earlier, I think that'll be so important. It's so key. Absolutely. And we've surveyed our walkers and probably the most important aspect of the walk to them is spontaneity and keeping this mom and pop and keeping this where they can walk up to the doctor and ask them any question they want, review their labs. That's, I think, the essence of the program. Well, you led me to a a next question, which is I I was interested in how you're measuring success. One way, of course, is the enthusiasm and fervor that people have received the program with. But talk to me about participant satisfaction and then any other outcomes that you're measuring. The metrics are extremely important. The participant satisfaction, we're thrilled, was about 97% on the last survey we sent through. As far as metrics, we all know the benefits of exercise. We're trying to see how many people are coming, how many people continue to come back. And then I think it's also important to look at how many people are, what their exercise time was, if you will, for the week when they started and where it is as they go through the program. Walking 30 to 45 minutes a week is great. But again, if you do it once a week, you're not going to be getting the same benefits that we see when you go 150 minutes a week or more. So we're trying to capture the data of how often people are walking during the week or doing another equivalent type of exercise. We're also starting to record blood pressures so we can see this. We have plans for capturing hemoglobin A1Cs 
um, in our participants that are just starting. And the more docs we get involved, the easier it will be to, to capture this data. And I would think something simple, although nothing's ever as simple as I, I think it is when we get into the details, but to monitor, have participants monitor their weights and report those. Absolutely. One thing, I've, I've thought about having a scale at the walk. We're all sensitive about our weights, and I, capturing the BMI is extremely important. We're trying to take away every barrier to exercise. That's one of our goals. But as we do capture that data and as we can relay it to the patients that walk with a doc, participants have seen this drop, that'll be very important to have. When did this program begin? started planning at the end of 04, and our first walk was in April of 05. So let's go back to 2005 and equip you with the knowledge that you have now. <laughs> Starting then with Foresight, would you do anything different? When we started, it was really just me and a few nurses. So we kind of did everything we could at the beginning in the planning of this. And as we've added people, and again, at that first walk, we did have 100 We've kind of, we've started to accept volunteers more recently. I maybe would have done that earlier. Everyone is very eager, the participants, to help out. So I probably would have tried to enlist more help from the participants at the beginning. That being said, I was hesitant to add a responsibility to any of the people coming to the walk. Again, just trying to take away every barrier. I didn't want to have one single reason for my patients or the participants to not come. So I'm more of a forward-looking guy, but that's a great question. I think probably the only benefit of adding those volunteers earlier is that it might have been slightly less of a burden on you. But again, I, I hear personal responsibility in your voice, and this was really your baby to get started. So This is probably one of the few times in my life where just you can work on this all day long, and it, it does not feel like work at all. I encourage a lot of our med students and residents to, this has taught me to find something you're passionate about, because I could work on this 24-7 and not get tired of it, because the feedback we get and the the progress we're making is more than enough to keep you going. We've been talking with the very inspirational Dr. David Sabger about the important efforts of his organization, Walk with a Doc. Dr. Sabker, thank you so much for being our guest today. Oh, thank you, Janet. You've been listening to Heart Matters on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. For more information on this week's show or to download a podcast of this segment, please visit us at ReachMD.com. Thank you for listening.